It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, because you've earned it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast. No introductions necessary. We're just going to get into it. Let's go. This is episode 26. <laughs> 26. I actually, uh, I, I messed up. Last week... I uploaded the last week's episode as 26. I didn't even realize we completely skipped over 25. Yeah. Even though we talked about it being 25, we were excited for it to be 25. And I just, you were like, hey, man, I was at work. I, I just I just caught this. I was like, <laughs> ah, fuck. I had to go back and switch it. We're good now. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it was a, like a quick edit. I thought you'd have yeah. to like read down. I thought you'd have to like take it down the video and post yeah, another one. That's pretty, it's a pretty quick. I was like, I was like, no, we're going to lose these three views. <laughs> the three people that tuned in yeah, no. yeah uh, man episode 26 episode 26 it is a uh it is a nice beautiful monday evening here at the uh <laughs> casa at the walking blind hq and uh <laughs> refreshing just you know it's just water but it's refreshing uh just this curious is... man how you, how you doing let's jump into this let's do this mental, mental health, health check. check um Mentally, I feel I feel I feel pretty good. I feel like um, I've been I've been trying to to like walk every day. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's been helpful for me. Um, I had like it's funny this morning I'd post I'd put put something on like my live about like what's everyone using, mm-hmm. and like for myself I wanted I was so temp I was it's weird how like I was so tempted to want to be like I'm using music which I'm not. Or I'm using something, you know, something cooler, but it's like, no, I'm using walking right now. That's, and it's I been, mean, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so it's been helpful. And um, what was your, what was your full question? You were asking people what they were using for, uh, I, I was just asking what, what's everyone been, 
everybody been using this month as their coping mechanism. Gotcha. Okay. It being Mental Health Awareness Month. If you guys don't follow Mike <coughs> on social media, um, he does post regularly from at Walking Blind Pod. However, um, Mike of NBR is the is the main profile page, so um, <laughs> post some gems over there. Yeah. So every morning, I think we've talked about this. Every morning at my at my uh, my job at the coffee shop, I if I'm opening, I'm the I'm the one who like turns on the music for the day. And since before I started recording myself doing this, every morning, I hope it's Adele. It's been the Adele check. It's been the Adele check, which I've only been keeping track of it this time around. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I started to record myself because like, I don't know why. I don't know why I started to do it. But I've been, I've been doing Adele checks for years. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm like in the 50s, which means I haven't heard Adele yet. That's, yeah. And so today. So does the counter reset to a zero after like... Like it's been 385 days on the job <laughs> without an accident, right? Yeah. So now you're like, it's 51 days without Adele. I think it should. I think it should reset. I think it should. I think it should reset. Yeah. See how long it goes without Adele. So, so, so then, so then this morning, you know, I was talking about it, and apparently Scott is our is the owner of Daily where I work, Daily Room, and he didn't know that I've been doing this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't check. He doesn't. He's not on social media, really. And so, I mean, everyone else knows. Everyone yeah. else knows I, I do it. And so, um, and I think maybe he'd heard about it, but I don't think he really got what it was. He didn't understand it. Mm-mm. And so then finally he's just like, and also I've been asking, just not for my Adele checks, just in general. I was like, you know, it'd be cool to have more, more Adele on the radio. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, let's put it, let's put, you know, let's put something on. So then I did. And man, she came on a couple times today. Really? And it was awesome. Is that cheating? I don't think so. I mean, maybe. It might be cheating. Might be cheating. It might be cheating. When some when somebody is aware of the Adele check and then makes more Adele happen, <laughs> I think that's cheating. Well, it was good. It was there's almost like no Adele at all. Yeah. Like there needs to be some. What what happened was when you originally left, they were like, Yes. And they took all the Adele <laughs> off the playlist because they were like, Mike's no longer here. Which yeah. don't get me wrong, should have never been done. But Yeah, but so twice I guess one of them was a customer. One of them was one of my coworkers, but one of our customers came in and uh, was it Adele? I think it was. I think it was an Adele song, and uh, he came in and he was just like, "Nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah, nice, bro." Yeah, but anyway, so I don't know. More, more Adele at the shop. I feel like is just a win and a plus. Now, like, did now they played Adele at the shop, but did it make the Adele check first thing in the morning. Are you still on day 50? No, I'm on day 50 something, 51, I think. Okay. I really don't know. Like I've definitely skipped days <laughs> and shit or like repeated them. I just, it's kind of, it's kind of a joke at this point. Like, yeah. But, um, I liked what I liked that you started doing is you started just randomly starting your, your camera on scenes in the paintings. Yeah. Pictures. <laughs> <That'd be crazy. laughs> so like oh, I'm at this beautiful lake site. Yeah. Gotcha, nope. bitch. Adele check. Yeah. And then I've and then I've been using that time to like I've started to add like questions to it or like yeah. or promoting something. Yeah. So, but uh, but anyways, yeah. So hopefully, let's see if we can get get some Adele in the morning. Get that Adele check checked off mm-hmm. for the day. Yeah. So anyway, that's 
Yeah, nothing too as far as where I'm at mentally and just for the week. Um, man, I hope this is nothing, but I've been like last since the last night, I feel like I've had like a cough and it's started. I started to really know, I guess I'm noticing it now more like this morning. It just felt like I've had something in my chest. Has it been like a slow build? Like, have you felt this over the past week or so? Or? I, I don't know. I think if I, maybe if I look back, if, if for me, I haven't even registered it. If I have, yeah, like, I don't know, maybe I've had this, maybe I've had this all week and I just, I, I haven't really noticed it until like last night, kind of. And then this morning, um, this morning I was like, if I was like, I felt like I was like, I was like, oh, I feel like I have something in my throat and get it out. Yeah. And then it's carried. And then. Do you feel sinus congestion or is it all just chest? Not chest, I guess. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I feel all right. But Hopefully it's nothing. I did offer him tea, ladies and gentlemen, and said, he shot no. me down. I said, no, tea and soup, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <clears throat> Where are you at? Um, I'm good. I'm, I'm annoyed with work, mm. but other than that, I'm good. <laughs> are you, why are you annoyed? With um, because you know, like there's a lot of times when, um, management, I have to tread carefully here. Mm-hmm. Management makes decisions without basing them on what actually happens <laughs> at the floor level, right? Mm. So my position is essentially like there's directors, managers than me, right? Um, and then underneath that, there's the supervisors and then, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in a position where we see everything going on on the floor because we're very hands-on and we're, you know, but we're also still included with all of the decision-making for, you know, our, mm-hmm. where we work, but it's also kind of like, are you really included in the decision making? <laughs> I don't know. So like w- when we suggest things or we bring things up, sometimes they're like, Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Other times they're like, well, that might not be the, the best bet. And we're like, yeah, but you're not looking at it. From yeah. This point of view, this we're the boots on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're just, it's just one of those things where like we have, we have a ton of open positions right now. We have a ton of spaces that need to be filled. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, I get what they're trying to do, but they're also ignoring like, like there's a training track for a reason, right? I guess I should explain. For those of you guys who don't know, I'm a, um, I'm basically, my position is a trainer for a healthcare organization, right? So I bring in, we bring in all the new staff, we train new staff, supervisors, everything like that on on um, <clears throat> the workflow and the way things are done, essentially, at the company. Um, and then through that, we also work with like the management for hiring and things like that, keep them up to date on the new hires, kind of keep them posted so that like once these new agents essentially transition to where they need to be, there's no question about where they stand, right? Mm -hmm. Like the supervisors are prepared for these new team members to come in and they already kind of know what their quirks are or what they might be struggling with or what they might excel in, you know, things Mm -hmm. like that. Like it's not always a negative thing. Um, So there's just like, there's a training track for a reason because there's so much that we need to get done in the time that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, And when that gets thrown off, 
to somebody who's not looking at it from like a like boots on the ground level, they're like, that's fine. We could just rearrange shit. But then it doesn't really quite work that way. So like they'll throw in like they like they randomly were like, hey, we need you to rearrange these classes because we have a pharmacist starting and you need to train the pharmacist. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's fine, but so does that mean she the, or the the pharmacist would be missing steps to catch up to everybody, or does that set everyone back? So um, it's more it's more of like the <clears throat> the pharmacist is not getting the they're not getting the full training experience that they need, right? They're like cherry picking the things that they need, mm. and then <clears throat> because they're not getting the full training experience, and because we're rearranging classes, it kind of throws everything else out of order for everyone else to accommodate for one person. Mm. And that one person, I guarantee it, I'll call it right now, that one person in two weeks, I'm going to be retraining them on the same thing because they're not around and they don't do it often. And then when they have to do it, they go, I'm confused. Can you teach me this again? Mm -hmm. You have to go back and train it. So it's things like that. Like there's not. um, It's just creating more work. Yeah. When it can't just be done right the first time. Yeah. We're, We're accommodating for people's schedules. We're accommodating for certain things. But at the same time, like it seems like we're doing the most logical thing, but we're not. Mm. And yeah, so it's stuff like that. Like where I'm also just kind of like, well, and I think that, and I'll, and I'll say this. And if anybody that I work with listens to this, (laughs) either if they do listen, either they'll agree with me or they'll just be like, okay, that's fair. Agree. Disagree. Like what I, what I signed up for, for this job is not what the job ended up being. Mm. Right. Like I signed in, I signed up for it as a, as a, an opportunity to like, Hey, I'm going to work one-on-one with these, you know, with people training, like I'm training all the time. Like we train the classes and then boom, you're out, you go. And then really what it is, is you train a couple classes for like a week or two. And then the rest of it is essentially like paperwork to make sure that you're still doing what we taught you. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's, it's so repetitive. And you know me, I'm so eighty. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What, what's going on? So yeah, I mean, you know, make the best of it. Come in and uh, and do the job, get the job done. But I have, I have had, <laughs> I had a manager tell me one of the directors, uh, my manager, uh, one of the directors was saying that he walked by, and he was like, "Is is Mike bored? Because he's just staring at his screen." <laughs> and I was like. That's my whole fucking job is just stare at the screen and look at what's on this screen. Like, what else do you expect me to do? So, yeah. And then I and then I've also like joked around and pulled the race card and like I'm be looking down at my paperwork and people think I'm asleep. I'm like, no, my eyes are just <laughs> <laughs> like I'm looking down at at like my keyboard and people think I'm just napping. But you know, you know. I just say because if my eyes were closed at class, surprised. <laughs> praying yeah i'm praying that i'm gonna make it through this class (laughs) but other than that man uh, yeah work i mean i feel like work is gonna be an annoyance for everybody right like work is unless you're doing something that you absolutely love work is gonna be just that it's gonna be your day-to-day it's gonna be either you make the best of it or not other than that everything's been cool man everything's been good um went to idlewild this weekend that was fun yeah yeah i like i like idlewild I don't know. It's pretty cool, man. <laughs> Got some rocks. <laughs> uh, uh, we we got to see uh, we've got to see Martin play. Guess he cross mm-hmm. control play. Oh yeah, 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 that was fun. 
which was which he pointed out he's like it's interesting that that you guys are coming to watch me play and for the first time i'm not like either in a band or playing with one of you (laughs) so uh, that was interesting that was kind of cool and Mm -hmm. i got okay if you guys haven't checked out cross control i'm not just saying this because this is our friend Mm -hmm. obviously if you guys haven't checked out cross control cross control rips they're a really fucking good hardcore band right Mm -hmm. but the most gangster shit happened at that show um (laughs) their guitar player who's also named mike correct yeah so mike was playing and like like maybe what one or two songs before they finished their set yeah second last song he just fell he just fell on the ground and like in pain and apparently so martin explained this to me he used to play soccer and mm-hmm. like blew out his knee soccer i think yeah soccer so he blew out his knee and um at the show he was playing and his knee popped out popped out of socket mm-hmm. he collapsed he fell on the ground everybody's like oh fuck helped him up and he was like one more song just i'll just sit down like one more song and we'll <laughs> fucking go like you know whatever uh, brought my, brought, they brought him uh one of the stools and he just do you just sat on the stool and then just ripped that last song and then uh and then afterwards i guess he was like loading out his gear and it popped back into place He's like oh i'm good <laughs> like and then he was fine but it was still it was gangster i was like oh man this is this is fucking hard this is cool and so from my my end i just i don't know i was looking somewhere else I just saw him like kind of crash back into his cab and I thought he was just like, Oh, the power of the rock <laughs> threw, threw him back into his amp, you know? And then, and then when he wasn't getting up, then I was like, Oh, I think, I think something real happened. It's a real deal. Yeah. And, uh, what's kind of funny is, you know, I went, I was like kind of talking with him and I was just kind of being, I was trying to be, I was kind of being funny about it, but I was like old soccer injury. He's like, yeah, actually. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. So he's like, yeah, we tore this and that. I was like, oh, shit. Was like, okay. Oh. Yeah. But um, this is no longer funny to me anymore. Yeah. No, but I got in water. I made up for it. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was, it was funny because Martin was like, yeah, dude, you should come out. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to be there. He's like, cool. Our set is 16 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> hell yeah that's sick i mean if, if if yeah it was it was not a long set but it felt i felt like it went like, i didn't feel like it was like rushed i didn't feel like it was yeah like i don't know too short i guess i don't know and their lead singer is like such a big guy he's so intimidating yeah <laughs> like he wasn't even like jumping around like crazy or getting all aggressive but i was just still like man you're big dude yeah. <laughs> like you're tall yeah i i like them i yeah i Am I a fan, a fan of how he writes too? Yeah, some lyrics and stuff. Um, yeah, it was a cool show. Even the band before them, um, the Arson Choir. Yes, is what they're called. Yeah, they're cool. They're like um, Adrian said. They he reminded them of almost like an Every Time I Die kind of band. Which I, I which which I I yeah I can see that. Um, but I thought they I thought they did. They did well too. It was uh, it was cool. It was it was nice. I'm kind of, I'm kind of bummed that, you know, one of, <laughs> one of us was it. It's just weird. Yeah, it's weird that none of us were like not playing. Yeah. But yeah. But um. What did you guys What did you guys end up doing after the after the show? Because I dude, I le- I took off right after the show. 
the <laughs> the lady had a uh, she'd been at a wedding beforehand and had been drinking at the wedding and then she actually left the wedding early to come hang with us and I was like oh I mean you don't have to do that but that's mm. cool um, so she came out and then we proceeded to drink more <laughs> and then I think it all just hit her at once yeah so yeah it's funny she's like everyone get home safe <laughs> we're like you get home safe. <laughs> Um, dude, okay, so what happened after the show? Mm-hmm. This is what happened after the show. So first, we went to Fat Burger, which... Delicious. Did you add the egg? Dude, I haven't had Fat Burger since oh, the Devon days. Really? Yeah. Not even the one over here in downtown Riverside. Is the one in downtown Riverside still there? I, believe you're I don't know. I don't know. I never go. Dude, their sweet potato fries were so, so good. Do you add the egg? No. You gotta add the egg. egg. I'll try it. I don't think I've ever had egg on a burger. Really? Yeah. You know who else Too adds afraid. an egg to the burger is the church. Stone Church. Oh, really? Yeah. Have we eaten there? I don't think we've eaten there. Have we? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Saying? Never mind. <laughs> the burger's delicious. Yeah. But the, the uh, fries are cooked in beef fat. They're cooked in beef tallow. Oh, it's so good. I think that was like one of the days where I was like super under the weather or like allergies or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was, dude, it was so good. And so um, uh, my buddy met up with us. He got there like after the show, my buddy Justin. And um, and so who it was uh, Adrian, Martin, Jesse, buddy Justin and myself, we all went to Fat Burger. But then afterwards, we went back uh back to union and i've never heard of mxc really i never never seen it and if i did i don't remember it at all which i don't i I can't imagine not remembering that show really dude so i was just watching on tv and it was hilarious even though i wasn't listening i couldn't hear anything because they're playing just regular music and so i'm watching this and I don't know. I kind of came up. So he's like, dude, have you not seen this before? And I was like, no, like you've never seen, you know, so they eventually killed the music and then just ran. They, they, they just played the, the show. Yeah, dude, that show is so, okay. So I, okay. So you know, you know, the show Wipeout. Yes. I can't, That's... I can't watch that in front of people. Really? Yeah, dude. I do like the weird, like I can't help my, I like laugh so hard <laughs> when I watch that shit. Well, MXC was like the OG for all those shows. Like, yeah. That was like what set, and for those of you guys who have never seen MXC, MXC is like the old Japanese um, reality show. Where there's obstacles, and like the whole point was similar to Wipeout, where people would just get like beat up <laughs> by all these obstacles. And like so, it's, and so, it's so funny. And then, so I'm laughing at just the craziness of it. Yeah. And then they put the audio, and yeah. it was a whole. It was just it's like, like brand new. <laughs> oh my gosh! It was so ridiculous. Dude, okay, just like one of the things, one of the events is like, so there's like, there's like this like wall, and so they have to do tug of war with whatever's on the other side, but they have like five options, and so they you just pick you pick a rope and then you just go and hope for the best, and so like behind one door will be like a tiny little pig, mm-hmm. so if you get that one, you're obviously gonna like win, but then like on the other side they had like a tractor, they had like a person on a horse or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they had this like, they call it like the world's, the world's largest cheerleader, like mm-hmm. this small little, yeah, 
Japanese girl. And like, it was, I don't know, just, that's not probably the best example, but the, all the commentary that goes with it, I feel like, I feel like I was cheated out of all these years of watching that show. Was MXC the one where they would have the wall, the walls coming at you and it would have the different body shapes and you had to like, you had to (laughs) conform your body to like the different shapes that were on the wall. So just a wall sliding at you like full speed and you have to like, some of you have to like jump and like spread your legs, <laughs> like arms and legs up, and so you make it through the hole. Oh the my wall. gosh! I don't. And if you don't, you hit it and just go like fall backwards into the water. Oh my goodness! Or there was the one where you uh, did you see the boulder climb one? I don't think so. Where you basically ha- you, they have to climb up this this like or they have to run basically up a slope and there's like obstacles, and I think I think that it's all it's either water or it's like petroleum jelly like lubricated mm-hmm. basically while you're trying to climb up this thing and then there's just a <laughs> giant boulder that comes barreling down that you have to like avoid oh or it'll just gosh. take people out and they'll just go flying oh my god that show yeah <laughs> yeah that show was the that show was the basis for all those shows like Wipeout and things like that like the mud runs with obstacle challenges and yeah like that. yeah oh my god it's just because they're like it's something about like for me like people they'd be like oh it's like ninja ninja warrior I'm like no it's not ninja warrior is like trained yeah ninja warrior is like a legit like I'm in the best shape of my life yeah like that stuff's cool I can watch ninja warrior for like I can watch three contestants and tell them like okay I get it you guys are all I get it freaks of nature but there's something about watching an average person. <laughs> Just get wrecked doing the most random and like, their little intros like right before they go. All- oh yeah, <laughs> so funny. I'm sure like some of it now it doesn't doesn't fly because yeah, it's like some of it is totally unacceptable. Yeah, in today's <laughs> it's oh my gosh, it's so <laughs> freaking funny. Uh, what was one of them? Pet pet peeves was like it's a, a dry humping, which is <laughs> like oh my god, like. Anyway, so that's that's what we did. Like, you guys went just stayed at Brandon's pretty much. Yeah, and it sucked because I because I was like I was like yeah I'm gonna you know I need I need to get out of here. Did Ty and everybody hang or did they take off? No, Ty Ty left. Ty didn't even go to Fatburger. Really, Ty? Ty, where did you go, Ty? Mm, where did he go? I feel like he had somewhere. He had to go, but um, yeah, I needed to go home because I had to work the <laughs> work the next day. But like I stayed longer because I wanted to watch the stupid show. So funny. And then of course when I got home, I had to watch it again. And found it on YouTube. <laughs> but dude, at, at the show there was a moment where <laughs> it's hilarious. So I, I'm standing at the back by the bar. I'm watching one of the bands play. I don't know if it was Cross Control or or um, somebody else. And you know, like Karima like grabs my hand, right? And I'm like, oh, you know, okay. And then Jesse comes in out of nowhere and grabs my other hand. <laughs> and then like, dude, it was like holding a bear paw. I know. Like, there's He's so got much massive meat. hands, dude. There's so much meat on Jesse's hand. I was like, I was like, this is oddly calming. Like, there's. So- I feel like a child when I like shake his hand or I go just even give him a little. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like what's up, dog? <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Dude, I did I ever tell you the story about when I met Suge Knight? No. I met Suge Knight um, in L.A. because I was going to school for audio engineering, and there's a reason why this story came up. <clears throat> so I was going to school, and what we would do, our 
our floor, it was um, SAE Institute of Technology, School of Audio Engineering mm-hmm. Institute of Technology. Uh, we had the bottom floor off of Sunset Boulevard, and then the floors above us were all, there was like a couple porn advertising sites, and then there was 51 Minds, the Celeb Reality VH1 oh. headquarters, mm-hmm. right? So <clears throat> I'm like we met Brett Michaels there um, when he cool. was filming like Rock of Love. Cool. Like, <laughs> I remember um, <clears throat> we were, uh, so what we would do is we'd in between like, you pretty much like had a class and then you could book studio time all day there. Mm. So if one of us didn't have a studio booked, we were just hanging out with our friends. And so there'd be a lounge area and their, their only thing was like, if you're going to like smoke or drink beer or anything like that, you do it outside in the garage. Okay. So we'd go out to the garage. It was like a lounge area. We'd drink beers and smoke and stuff like that. And I remember one day we're, we're sitting around and, and, uh, um, this other dude, Mike, like I had my back turned to the parking lot and Mike was talking to me and he just goes, holy shit, poison fucking rules. And then I turned around and I look at it's Brett Michaels. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and then he came over and said, what's up? So we're like, what's up, dude? So, um, yeah. Anyway, so we're sitting outside <laughs> and we're, uh, we're all like everybody smoking cigarettes or weed or whatever, just like right by the door that walks in. And we see, like, coming from the parking structure, just these massive dudes, right? And so I just see, like, security in front, big-ass guy, and then in the middle is Suge Knight. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, it's Suge Knight, dude. Damn. So I was like, I looked at him, and I was like, oh, man, what's up, Suge, right? He's like, hey, what's up, man? And he went to shake my hand. Dude, he shook my hand, and his fucking hand wrapped around my shit twice. <laughs> it was like, like he shook my hand, and then his fingers went all the way around and like Dude. grasped his own hand. I was just like, I'm a child. <laughs> I have no right to be shaking your hand right now. <clears throat> it's crazy. Um, I thought I fell when I shook Zoli from Ignite's hand. Yeah. I felt like I just reached like just halfway. I felt like I was just like, <laughs> like you're just not even making like like when a baby grabs your finger. Yeah, type thing. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. The man, a man's, thanks, a man's thanks, man. hand. But that's cool. Um, so, so we had, we did have some other cool shit happen this week in between last show and this show. Um, so about eight years ago, Mike did a cover. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was a while ago. It's probably about a year ago. I feel like I've had that song on my phone for a really long time. Um, dang, maybe, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. 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 So Mike did a uh a cover song with um with a band from uh from from Germany. Germany. Set your sails. Mm-hmm. And um it's a cover of Shallow, the Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper song mm-hmm. uh, from A Star is Born, which is a certified banger in and of itself. Um, but when they covered it, they did it correctly and gave Mike all the girl parts. Which is- <laughs> <laughs> they gave me, I do, I do, I do Bradley's part in the very beginning. Yeah. And then after that, I'm pretty much doing <laughs> Gar- <laughs> all the Lady Gaga yeah. parts. Um, so this cover has been kind of like a year in the making and the music video finally dropped for it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been cool as shit. Yeah. It was, it's it was cool to see it first off the song was dope and then to see like the music video come together um to see jay pash working on it you know um just to see all of it it's, it's cool yeah like thankful so they're in, they're in uh they're in germany and so like I'm, Riverside. I'm so thankful that like i mean and joe joe is like he's he's real deal man like um seeing what he's been working on and 
and how his just knowledge of uh, of just gear and stuff. I didn't realize he was like a gearhead when it, even before the stuff like computer yeah. tech. Like he, I was, I was. Uh, I feel like sometimes when me and Joe nerd out on gear, you just oh, I tune out. <laughs> completely tune out. I've learned there's just some things I just don't even like. I'm just like <laughs> you just go somewhere. Else. Get on my phone or something. But um, and uh, so like they had sent they had sent the treatment. And, um, and then they'd put some stuff in there, like, uh, you know, make sure, or can you guys film at, at this frames or can you guys use this lighting or this and that? And so I was like, dude, I hope Joe sees this and understands. And sure. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Like this, this this makes sense. And so it's cool. I felt like it was pretty, it was pretty, uh, pretty seamless. Like, you know, we're, even though we filmed ours in Riverside, I felt like, it fits in the video, like my, my part. Yeah. Um, but it's cool, man. Like Joe, Joe does good work. And, um, we were, I mean, the setup, I think for everything is what takes the longest. Mm -hmm. The actual filming, we only went, I feel like we didn't go through it a whole lot. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I came out, I think I thought it came out, it came out, uh, cool. (laughs) I look, I, I vote, I like how I look in other people's music videos than I do in my own. (laughs) But actually, that's not. I think I think uh, Tim did an awesome job for the no bragging rights yeah. videos. Yeah, but um, you definitely have some old older videos that are. Little, I don't, dude. Little, this little isn't interesting. Not a knock to like anyone like Josh no. or any of the other guys who filmed our other videos. I just personally, for myself and how I, I just don't. I've never liked how I look in the videos. I would much rather have like. I don't like the way I look on camera. Period. I don't yeah. even like this. Same. <laughs> Same. But we do it for you guys. Yeah. We do it for all eight of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I was I was so excited. Like I'm 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 genuinely rooting for this band. Like I feel like um I feel like they have such a high ceiling yeah. for what they do. And I think a lot of it this is gonna sound so I, I hope this doesn't sound bad, but like um I think a lot of it is like the, the music sounds good. Like the recordings are, are solid. The music writing is good, but I really do think Jules is like special in that her singing voice is just as strong and as cool as her scream. Yeah. And you know, she, I mean, she has a hell of a voice mm-hmm. and her, her scream is like, is it's intense. It's aggressive. Yeah. And it, and so, and her I think range is so good. Yeah. Like, too, yeah. And, I, and you know, I think like right now, like uh, like Spirit Box is like big, mm-hmm. and there's like other. I feel like there's other, you know, um, like it, I don't know. I think hers is more. It sits. It sits in like the hardcore range rather than the more metal. Yeah, absolutely. range. Courtney has this. This like Courtney is. How do I explain it? Her voice is beautiful when she's singing. Yeah, and then her screams sit higher than her than her um voice does mm-hmm. to me maybe i'm wrong but you know like so like when she sings and then she screams it sits like in a higher range i feel like with jules she's singing and it also sounds equally as beautiful but kind of in a lower like like yeah timber. and then when she screams the range gets bigger too mm-hmm. like she can hit the lows and she can still hit like yeah and really beefy fucking notes you know what I mean? yeah and like there's a lot of and, like there's a lot of female vocalists mm-hmm. that when they scream, 
it tends to stay in one range. Right. Right. Like they're screaming and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. And, and, and it's also like that would just, just, yeah, most vocalists. Band, yeah. But Jules has this way of like, like just listening, even if you just listen to like what she's doing in that cover, like mm -hmm. there's, there's definitely like a lot of range that she has in there. That's like, Oh, this is sick. I feel like I've said range like 38 times. <laughs> in that sentence, but, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Her, I, I just, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty hypercritical of, of any band that has uh, singing and screaming. Yeah. Like I appreciate both and I respect both. And I think it's really cool when bands do that and the or vocalist does that. And if they're strong enough to do it live, live. Yeah. She's, yeah. I, I just, I, yeah, I love, I love her. I guess in, in, in that song, it's such a great example of like a lot of what she can do and like, and you know, in a, a fun song like that, but yeah. she, her, her clean, her, I, I like her cleans in that. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're like gritty, like, uh, but, um, Jules, come get on the show. <clears throat> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get her, yeah, we'll, we'll get her sick. on. We'll get her on. Um, a big, a big reason. I don't, I, I, I'll save a lot of what I'm about, like the conversations. Um, hopefully when we get her on, but, uh, when they reached out to me to do the song, um, I didn't know who they were. I, I, I hadn't heard of them. And so, uh, they, it was like a pretty cold reach out, you know? And, and so, uh, you know, musically have, I just heard the song and been like, Oh dang, this is already yeah. like, they sent me basically a finished recording of the song. And I was like, dude, and they had, I think their guitar player did the vocals on it. You're like, why do you need me? For yeah. This? I was like, you guys don't <laughs> need me for this. Like it already sounded like awesome. And so, um, and so I was already down, but then, uh, they had tagged cause their manager reached out to me, but then they included, uh, Jules in the, in the, in the messaging and she kind of gave me a rundown on, on, uh, what cycles our album did for her and her, her, uh, a stage in her life, you know? And so that was very, so that made it even more like I was already in and then hearing that I was like, Oh dang, that's really cool. Yeah. So but yeah, hopefully we can get her on the show. That'd be sick. We can make that happen. Mm. We have we have one more thing coming that I'm doing with that band. <laughs> one more thing, guys. Little Moss. One more. But um, yeah. So if you haven't yet, yeah, check out the video for um, Shallow. The band is Set Your Sails, all one word. Um, yeah, it's everywhere. On, I mean, on YouTube, but uh. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Didn't you want to talk about? about oh yeah. So <laughs> so I okay. So they're they're on. Um, they're currently. I think it just. I think their tour may have just ended. Okay. But uh, they've been on tour, and I think their second. Not, I could this this could be very wrong, but I think they're like like night two into their tour, she like blew out her ankle basically on stage, and like. Like bad to the point where she has to, we she has to have like a crutch thing on on stage, but she's still doing it. And um, yeah, she tore she like she like tore things. She like tore. That sucks. I forget what it was, but um, you know me trying to like me trying to relate, <laughs> and like trying to be encouraging. Um, it's like one of those things where as I'm like as I'm like typing it and saying it, I'm like realizing like man, my injury was significantly less it was way less <laughs> like, aggressive than this. yeah and my and I, dude mine was so dumb mine was from like jumping in our first song the first song of the 
It's like the first note basically is like I was trying to went jump like time to jump and I just came down, <laughs> down you know, wrong and uh and I roll I rolled my ankle. It was just a, it was just a sprain. <laughs> I just iced it after the show and I was fine the next day. I just I was just yeah. She's like I tore a bunch <laughs> yeah. of ligaments in my ankle and you're like yeah this one time. This one time I rolled it, I rolled it, my ankle and I needed ice. I need it real bad. <laughs> It hurt real bad. It, it hurt so bad. I didn't know what to do. But, um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I thought that was, I thought I was like trying to be like, yeah, you know, I, I too have, <laughs> like, I too have been injured. I support you. You can do this. <laughs> no, nah, but she did. She championed through it. And, uh, I think the tour, I think the tour just ended or it's ending this week. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was funny. Um, all right, let's see. I got, we got some. Uh, we got some questions. Oh, before we go into questions, I do have. I do have one thing. Kind of wanted to discuss that happened this week. Well, you airdropped them to me, and now they're gone. Oh well. I will. I can resend them. But uh, so earlier this week, uh, we saw in the news that Trevor, the vocalist from Black Dahlia Murder. Uh, took his own life and something that I'd been kind of like thinking about since hearing that, you know, earlier in the, what, like, is it, has it been, was it last summer about for Riley? feels like it hasn't been that long. I don't, yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know because the flow of time has been way. Yeah. Dude, see. Um, but Riley from Power, Power Trip as well, um, and and so and, but these are so the thing the thing that I was thinking about is um, you know these are guys that are in successful bands you know yeah and and they're really and they're tied a lot to our genre you know I I don't know Brandon I don't think ever played with Black Dahlia, but I think like I know we've seen them I know we've been I think we might have even done maybe. I think we, they might have been on the New England Metal Hardcore Fest that we did. Right. Um, but I mean, like, so all I'd say is I, I feel like, you know, we hear about this kind of stuff and it hits home because it's really tied to the genre that we've been, that we're exposed to. Yeah. I mean, even though like we're kind of in different genres and, and we're kind of in different, it's, it's still all part of the same world. Yeah. Right. Like it's not uncommon for metal bands to cross over with hardcore bands. Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon for you know, basically all of us to be in the same circle, mm. you know? And, and so, you know, the, we heard about this because, you know, these guys are, you know, they're both, both vocal is pretty, pretty big in the scene as far as for our, our small world. Yeah. And so we obviously heard about it. And so for me, I'm just kind of thinking about like, you know, what, who haven't we heard about just because maybe the band wasn't very big Maybe the band's not active, you know what I mean? But just guys in the scene. Right. Like, uh, I don't know. Like that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. It like really like sets me, it gets me back. I don't know how to explain it. It gets me back into like that mode of like, oh man, I, I wish, I, I miss, I miss, I miss playing every night and like talking like that. Cause I felt like, 
our small little contribution to like <laughs> to the scene to the world was I felt like we spoke a lot to the smaller bands. Like for us, I felt like that that was something NBR did well. Was we spoke we spoke to the little, you know. Uh, I felt like we were an encouragement to a lot of guys in like the smaller scenes, the smaller towns. But um, but you know, I was trying to find this. Um, I actually had like a a video because um, I had seen years and years and years ago Black Dahlia Murder play with um, on this like huge festival with like Guar I, I'm pretty sure it was like with Guar <laughs> and like Asley dying and shit oh like nice and I used to, I kept this video for the longest time of me and Mike Miller like going to a metal show and both of us having long hair and then just us just holding this <laughs> holding the seat in front of us for like every mm. band that played it and just fucking headbanging <laughs> like, like doing the total metal head thing mm-hmm. um but I can't, I can't find it. I don't know where it's at. Um, yeah, it's, it just goes to, to show you. And like, I know people say this a lot, but it really is true. Like you really never know what somebody else is going th- through. Um, you really never know what somebody else like <clears throat> has going on in their lives and what's going on in their brains and what's going on in their minds. Like mm-hmm. I have, I have another like, you know, May metal health awareness month. Um, post that I want to end with, but it kind of touches on that. Like, you know, one of the examples is like, don't, don't always, don't go through your life thinking that like other people are happier than you. Right. right? Like for us, semi-retired front men in bands, we look at (laughs) somebody, you know, like, like Riley or, you know, we look at these bands Mm -hmm. where we're like, yo, these are these bands are huge. They're doing it. They're doing yeah. what we've always wanted to do, mm-hmm. but you don't know the struggles that they have, you know? So it sucks, man. It's tough. And, um, and uh, you know, some of it, you know, again, we don't, I don't, I don't, we don't know the situation like at all. I don't know him personally. Um, but like, you know, it could have been personal things. You know, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. It, this maybe had nothing to do with music. You know, but I'm always curious to see, like, you know, I felt like for MBR, the whole pandemic mm-hmm. was a blessing for us in the sense that in a weird way, it provided us this opportunity to like write remotely just because it wasn't that odd. And then to like, you know, really, you know what I mean? It just, it worked out for us. And also we weren't that affected by it because like we're not touring, you know? And so we weren't affected and I felt like I felt very fortunate in that sense. Whereas, you know, I, I don't, again, I don't, I don't have, I don't know the situation for power trip or black Dahlia. I don't know if, if anything that went into what happened played into the lock, the, the situation of that the world found itself in where music stopped. You know, I know a lot of, we had a lot of friends in the industry that lost their job and they had a real tough time during the pandemic cause they had no work. And so, you know, and just, I, I don't know, I guess I'll just say I'm really, I wonder, um, you know, we're kind of seeing some bad, uh, what is it, fallout from something like that, like all these lives being impacted from not being able to do mm-hmm. what they, you know, were normally able to do. Like I can't, I try to put myself when MBR was like grinding and like that's all we were doing, it's all we knew. And then to have all that stuff and be taken away and like have that 
momentum gone. It'd be devastating. It'd be devastating. Yeah. You know, and we're not even we weren't even like we're not we weren't a big band, but that would have been devastating for us. You know. And also just just to clarify, um, with Riley, it wasn't suicide. Um he died from toxic effects of fentanyl. Mm. And it accidental. Uh, okay. So you know, take what you will out of that. But I just figured we should put the facts out there. So yeah. We're not just, you know, um, <clears throat> but yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's just, I, I don't know. It's, uh, there's every, everybody, not just music. I mean, I talk, we talk about music cause it's something we, you know, that's been the world that we were part of and stuff. But so many people have been impacted um, by this, and you know, there's been some cool success stories that have come out of the pandemic, and and I felt like you know, for different people, like you know, they they were able to start a new career, or they were able to, you know, go in on their education, or they were able to, you know, an opportunity came out of this weird, uh, like reset, I guess, which it felt like, but um, yeah, it's just sad and. You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, I don't, when stuff like this happens, I feel like as, as sad as it is and, uh, as, as, um, as awful as it is, you know, hopefully this is a, hopefully this has some reach and this impacts somebody who might be going through, you know, uh, you know, might be in a tough, a tough place, you know, and maybe, maybe this kind of thing is something that shows them that, you know, they're not alone in how they feel, you know, regardless of what it is, no matter what, whatever your walk of life is. Um, you know, I thought, I thought Robin for us, well, the Robin Williams thing was so sad to me, but at the same time, I felt like that did, that really changed the discussion I felt with, um, mental health, depression, suicide. You know, I felt like his, his passing really brought a light to it because of, who he was, you know, everyone knew was the funny guy. And yeah. it kind of showed you that like, you don't know what somebody's going through. You really don't know. And, um, I thought it kind of, I, th- I felt like for as sad as it was, I felt like it did a lot for bringing awareness to, you know, a subject that's not very, uh, that's very uncomfortable to talk about and not very, um, you know, still has a lot of stigma tied to it. And but, I think for him too, um, it also, that brings light to more of like the common man's eyes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's such a, that's such a huge public figure. It's such a huge, you know, like, Oh, you would never expect that. Right. And then here it is. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's never an easy subject to talk about. It's never an easy subject to, I guess, bring up and discuss because for one, you know, like you don't know the thoughts in somebody's head right. before any of this happens. What, no matter what it is, whether it's an OD, whether it's suicide, whether it's, um, you know, a, an accidental mm-hmm. suicide or it's like pre-planned, you know, <clears throat> like the, the thought process is something that I don't think we're meant to understand. You know, I think you can, I think you can understand hitting that low. Or mm-hmm. being being in that place or feeling that way, right? But you you'll never fully understand exactly that person's struggles, right? right? And you know, unless they 
have told you and they've talked to you about it before. You know, only the people closest to them would really know. Um, and that's what makes it even worse is that, you know, like you, there's not like, I think one of the things that when it comes to suicide is a lot of the family is going to start to feel guilt and they're mm-hmm. going to start to feel like you're always going to feel like, well, there could have been something more that I did. Mm-hmm. You know, there could have been something more that I've, I've said or could have been there more, you know? I mean, you, I, I know you even said you felt that way. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, at the same time, you can't be there through everything. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, you, at the same time, you can't, <clears throat> that that decision was made regardless of whether you were there or not. Right. You know? Um, and I'm trying to find like the most, the softest way to say that, but I don't think there really is one. Yeah. Like, like once that decision is made, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to go through with it. Mm-hmm. It also takes a lot to stop it. Yeah. Um, and <coughs> I just, I think the, the, to try and, uh, you know, bring some kind of, um, I don't like saying, I don't, want, I don't like saying positivity or something like this, but just, I just, I think, uh, I think conversations get started with stuff like this, you know, mm-hmm. and hopefully it leads to, you know, just more, more awareness, more, you know, education to, to stuff like this, you know, um, it sounds so, I feel like with these, with us, it feels, it feels so cliche to keep saying that like, this is real. This is a real thing that people go through and it's not just, you know, like you said, like you, we probably won't ever understand. We don't understand yeah. what someone's going through. You know, uh, some of, some people have been to those lows and have, have known what it's like to not, to not be, you know, I, I, for me, when I try to explain it, I just say, you know, you're, you're not yourself when you're there. Like, yeah, you know, um, I, I refer back to my, my buddy, Brian, where he, he would tell me, you know, when he would reach out to me, it was usually when he was, um, kind of out of it. Like he was good. He was like mentally, like he would tell me, you know, I don't want to take my life. I want to be here for my daughter. Yeah. I don't want to do this. Right. But you know, when, you know, yesterday or whenever it was, he's like, it's all I wanted to do. It's all I could think about, you know? And so it's just like, yeah, we don't know. We don't know what someone's going through. And, um, you know, for, for anyone who, uh, who has lost somebody, you know, not, let's be like a, uh, not, not in a defeatist way. It's like, yeah, you, maybe you, you can't get the, you can't get that back, but I feel like there's always, there's always, uh, opportunities to maybe, um, you know, there, you can honor that person or you can just, you know, maybe help someone else by, by, I think just learning on your own, like by, um, you know, having, having discussions with people, um, finding, you know, finding different ways to, to help, or even just educating yourself, you know, whether you understand what's, you know, that the world, that world at all. Right. Um, you don't have to be, you don't have to be suicidal or depressed to like help. Like you don't have to know or be all those things like just, you know, you can take an interest, you can educate yourself and, and 
Yeah. I just wish more people would just kind of, uh, talk. Cause that's the big thing I talk. I, and I ran to this too, just feeling not, not feeling qualified to speak, you know, not feeling like, you know, you're going to have the right things to say, or, you know, you don't want to offend someone cause you don't know. Yeah. That's the other thing I've been hearing too. Like, Hey, how do I approach my, my, uh, how do I approach my friend? You know, he, uh, he's said this, but he, but he acts like, he's like, fine. Right. Like, is it, am I going to offend him if I check on him? Am I going to offend him if I ask about this or like, you know, and like, you know, my, I don't think there's a, like a true right answer to that, but I would lean on saying, dude, if, 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 even if he's not that, you know, whatever him or her, even if they're not that, like, at least they know you're checking in. Yeah. I think we've said this before on, on another episode. Like if you guys are genuinely friends, you know, they're going to realize that you're looking out for them. They're going to realize it's not coming from a place of like malice or making, trying to make them feel some sort of way or trying to make them feel, um, less than like that. Like it's genuinely like, you know, it it could even just be something simple like, Hey man, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, whatever. Um, it's like a, you know, it's sometimes it's just the littlest thing and it's the littlest reaching out to just say like, you know, hey man, like what's going on? Mm-hmm. Everything cool? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then like if it if you're genuinely like you're really close with people, I've I've been at that point where I've been like, hey man, you said some shit that like kind of made me worried. You yeah. Know? Like you're even saying some you know some things that are like off that are not not you. Like mm-hmm. is everything cool? Um, and mm-hmm. then if you're I feel like it's a good time to say it. Like if you are on the other side of that, like if you're feeling suicidal, if you're feeling like you have like these, like just really strong inclinations towards that, like I'm going to give the suicide prevention lifeline number, the 800-273-8255. Because it's 24 hours, Um, 24 hours. Somebody's there to talk Mm -hmm. to you. Um, you know, like there is somebody to help you if you're feeling this way. And I also completely understand that that's hard. It's hard to do that. But, but like, like make, make that call. You know what I mean? Like, so not like we, we had this, we had this meeting. I'm not going to go fully in depth into it because half of it was dumb, Mm -hmm. but the other half of it, like, you know, there's, there's a lot of, like, and this kind of ties back to people talking to their friends, right? Mm-hmm. Especially now, like with the generations now, like we're in a world of like, where we're scared of everything and we also want instant gratification, right? right? So like we're in this scenario where like, like we're afraid that anything we do or say is going to either trigger somebody or it's going to hurt somebody or it's going to cause problems, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Same with people talking to us. Like we've reached a point, you know, especially with people that are younger than us where, um, Oh shit. If they talk to me, it's going to be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Or somebody comes at me and tries to correct me or change things. It's going to be a bad thing. Right. Whereas like sometimes even just the littlest thing, like, Hey man, you know, like you doing okay. Hopefully you're doing okay. Whatever. Just that small, little action will start a snowball effect to where somebody will go like, Oh, they asked me how I was doing and it was okay to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a little thing like, yeah, I'm good. But then they go, Hey, I survived that. I survived that interaction. I survived yeah. that talk. 
maybe it's cool if I talk about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Right. So even just the smallest, like, yo, you good? You okay? Is everything cool? You know, things like that. Even though you might not get a response right away, like that's you're like slowly chipping away at a barrier mm-hmm. that is going to help people kind of open up a little bit more. Um, and you know, like, especially people that have like heavy anxiety or they're, you know, they can't open up or they can't talk to people. Like that's a, it's a slow, it's a slow burn. Like they're mm-hmm. not just going to open up to you right away. They're right. not just going to just be like, okay, well here's how I'm feeling. You know, I'm really bad at it. I'm really bad at opening up my fucking emotions and shit. Yeah. Same. But you know, like just slowly, just even just like, Oh man, I'm there for you. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I got your back, you know, whatever. A little bit goes a long way, yeah, and and it can and it can be easy. Like there's like, yeah, I feel like uh, for as toxic as social media can be, um, I've I've found it helpful in some ways where people will be very like you know depending on what they post, you can kind of you know uh, if I see something I'll just send them a little a message and I'll just say hey I saw your post I want to check in see how you're doing, yeah. or like hey are you good like I saw this post like. You know, because and, and, you know, I don't think I don't know. I think for myself, uh, whenever I get nervous about reaching out to someone and this is me speaking personally for myself. So I know that like this is easier said than done. Um, but for myself, when I get nervous or I'm like, ah, I don't want to I'm gonna look weird. I don't want I don't, to I don't, then I just I just I think it will. Yeah, I just. And so for me, that just makes it. I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm willing to look, I'm willing to embarrass myself, you know, or at least with my, in my own head, what embarrassing myself would be like, I'm willing to do that. You know, I'd rather know if they're like, oh yeah, no, I'm just, this is just for this. All right, cool. And if nothing else, there's a little, little door has been open and they get, at least know that, Hey, someone saw that and they cared or, oh man, maybe I should, uh, you know, I've, I was touched by, I, I put a, I, I, <laughs> I put a quote on a tweet. I tweeted out. I can't remember. I tweeted out, or maybe I put it on Instagram. But it was that song. I'm I'm out by the lake. I'm parked out by the lake. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Fe. And it's a song that just keeps repeating. It's a stupid song. That keeps if you repeating. guys haven't heard it, look it up. And so all I all I put was I'm out I'm out by a lake. You know, forty eight miles, miles or eighty Santa miles from Santa Fe. Just because it's funny, the song is is hilarious. But but I was moved because I had friends that were like, "Yo, you good?" Yeah. Because they thought like I'd driven out and I was eighty miles. You know what I mean? For, for what it's worth, I would have asked you too, but I sh- I showed you that song. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> and so I didn't think about that, but I remember even just that. I remember thinking yeah. like, "Oh, that dude, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. I'm okay. It's just I'm sorry. My bad. This is my bad. <laughs> stupid. It's a joke. really funny song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll just say, you know, you know, be. Risk, make that risk of embarrassing yourself if it means you're checking up on someone you care about. So, I I can I can promise you that you've probably done way more embarrassing shit in your life <laughs> than that. So, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, all right. So, Renee had sent in a question, but I'm going to be honest. I want Renee to come in and talk about this. Ooh, okay. I want Renee to come in and be on the show. If you guys don't know Renee. Um, and you guys haven't seen her pop in in the lives or you haven't heard her nice rambling long questions. Um, <laughs> Renee is, is Mike's ex coworker. Uh-huh. Um, and she does have like a, a wealth of knowledge and 
life experience and I want her to come in and be on the show and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And she had sent in a question, um, not really a question, but just kind of like a topic of non-suicidal self-harm. Mm. And Interesting. I want her to come in and talk about this um, and talk about her experiences and, and kind of like, you know, like really dive into it that way. Maybe cool. next episode. Maybe next episode. We can get, we can, she'll come. I think we can make that happen. Renee. Um, yeah. So we're going to say, we're going to save that. We did have a couple other questions, uh, probably not as serious as what we've just talked about. Yeah. Um, but let's see here. Now all I have is I'm parked out by the lake, <laughs> eighty miles from Santa Fe. <laughs> and I also got a couple of response from. Uh, you want to read off these questions then? Let's let's get at it. Okay. So uh we'll go. Or you want me to read one? Um so one of the questions I put out was what has been basically what has been your coping mechanism for this month? This month being mental health awareness month. And the responses I got for that, Ginger Pirate writes uh, swimming laps. Haven't done it in forever, and it's been save. It's been a saving grace. That sounds awesome, especially with how hot it's been out here. I wish I had the stamina to swim more than one lap. I wish I had the body to go out and <laughs> listen. To a public I, pool. Listen, I've seen seals and manatees do this. I think we can do it too. <laughs> Fair. Uh oh, Rin, buddy, Rin, uh, Rin, Conley writes, cliche, but one day at a time, just get through this one day. That's all you got to do. That's fair. Yeah. Moon thought, who is Jolka, our favorite? Jolka, what's up, homie? Um, he put working. Cool. He worked. I don't know if you knew this, but he he works at a, a salon. He just he's a hair. It makes sense why he's so much prettier than everybody else. <laughs> True. Yep. Style is, is, yeah, much better. He, he had offered to cut our buddy Brian, who got married. He offered to cut his hair mm-hmm. and stuff and trim him up. And he didn't realize that he was doing it for his wedding. So when he realized, like, oh, shoot, I'm cutting his hair and cleaning him up for his wedding, he's like, I started freaking out, man. I was like getting like anxiety. <laughs> That's I mean yeah this is a, that day will live on forever. Yeah. Um Kristen Christopher Kristen LaRue? Mhm. Uh she put coffee, beer, coffee. Fair. New yeah. mom. Mm-hmm. Well not really a new mom, but yeah, new mom. New <laughs> baby at least. Damn it Anthony responds with uh, gym time and then guitar and bass. Damn it, Anthony. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Anthony. Uh, sold out beats. Listening to soothing frequencies and trying to stay present slash grateful. Ooh, I like that. Interesting. Soothing frequencies like. Yeah, I was gonna ask what. Like lo fi beats or soothing frequencies like I'm just gonna put on a 40 hertz tone. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. 
And then, let's see. Ginger the Reeler. Uh, quitting my pandemic job and pursuing my dreams again, despite being broke. Fuck yeah. Dude, hell yeah. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one. And then, there's not many left. Uh, and then I put, uh, men- oh shoot. I put uh, mental health check, where you at? Sick. And... Uh, sorry guys Technology is really messing with your boy Perez over here mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Found it You guys get to Got all it. watch him struggle live <laughs> <on. laughs> um, Alright so mental health check Where you at Ginger pirate Not well but getting a little better each day Love the honesty Rin not good but managing to hide it like 90% of the time. I relate to that. Jesse Toka, the Jesse. I'm feeling better. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Good, man. Good for you, man. And then, damn Anthony said, fucking garbage. That's fair, too. Yeah, appreciate the honesty. And then just the, the last one was um, question or topic we should talk about. Uh, ooh, Ginger Pirate writes, confidence issues and men. Oh, that's a whole episode that we need to we need to do. You should screenshot that though. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll screenshot all these. Um, Rin writes, uh, physical effects that mental health can have on you. Seems like many people don't know. That is so true. You know, uh, people. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. But Good luck. you know the 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 big the big push for like coping mechanisms, uh, you know, uh, self care days and things like that. You know, it, when you carry stress, it's it has a physical effect on you. You know, it, it can it can it can make your heart work harder. Um, it it, ha- it has it has physical like feeling feeling uh you know anxious all, all these things you know you, people think oh I just whatever it's just how i feel i can tough through it yeah you can but also like there's effects to this you know like we're starting to see now like people who are having heart attacks younger it has to a lot of it had they realize it's you know it's because it's, it's, it's unchecked anxiety. yeah so that's a great question ren Kristen, conspiracy theories there's there's a new show coming soon called Mike Questions Everything. <laughs> We're gonna lose half of our family. Well, dude, I'm gonna end up. That's gonna make me fucking single for the rest of my life. <laughs> I like the next question too. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesse asks, "Is the Earth flat?" Michael, that's a great question, Jesse. I'll let you take this one, Michael. That was a great question. Jesse also asks. <laughs> Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial. Ooh. There's a lot to unpack on that one too. Yeah. Yeah. One of my thing I mind you, I I there's obviously a lot of layers to this. But jokingly, my thing is like, I don't care. Because <laughs> she's still so she, hot. Well, and it's just like one, Johnny Depp, what did you expect? Dating someone half your age. That's like clearly, I don't know. Um I doubt Everybody was telling him like, oh, she's, you know, <laughs> this is going to work out great, man. Yeah. Um, and then, and then for her, I don't feel bad for her. Cause like, what did you think? 
dating someone like Johnny Depp. Like, I yeah. don't know. I don't feel. I don't feel bad for either of them. Um, if I'm being completely honest, because there's just so much toxicity on both sides. Yeah. You know. But yeah. Yeah. We could, we could get. We could really dive further into it. Um, yeah, we can do. I mean, yeah, we can definitely take. I can take it serious and dive in. I think uh, when it's stuff like this, it's very easy. And I'm talking for myself clearly because I can joke at other people's expense in this <laughs> because they're celebrities and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, they are real people. And, you know, again, I don't know their situation. Um, you know, uh, maybe it was love. Maybe they really did have that love. And then. <clears throat> I mean, I, I just think that, like, obviously what they're looking at in this trial right now is it's not what happened in the relationship, right? We're no longer looking at yeah, it's like the defamation. The this is the defamation trial, mm -hmm. which in this case, if we're looking at it strictly from that standpoint, Johnny's got a good foot to stand on, on this yeah. because now everything is coming out mm -hmm. right about, you know, like there's, there's, Okay, and I have to tread this carefully. Yeah. There's, there's definitely something very positive that came out of like the Me Too movement, and that came out of like obviously bringing to, into light all the scumbags, all the shitty practices, all the dirt bags, mm -hmm. and, like that's and and you know having everybody come forward tell their stories, like that's that's the, the great side of it. Yeah, it's the great side of things, but just like every just like every movement or or thing that happens or a <laughs> cultural revolution whatever it is there are going to be the people that take advantage of it yeah. right there are going to be people that there's also people that stand so that they want to be involved with something so strongly that and this is part of cancel culture right they want to be involved they want to make a statement they want to make a name and fuck all the rest of the facts okay this person's a piece of shit. We're going to rally behind them being a piece of shit. And then people like, you know, like Johnny Depp lost his career essentially. Yeah. You know? Lost opportunities and stuff. And like, yeah, I'm sure that there was, there, there was wrongdoing on his part. I'm sure of it. Mm -hmm. Like, but at the same time, like it blows my mind that the same people that like what a year, two years ago were like, Oh, fuck Johnny Depp, he's a piece of shit, are now like, oh man, Johnny yeah. was right. Oops. Yeah, fuck it's like, Amber no, Heard. dude, your and oops like, has content. Yeah, that oops has... It was like, damaging, man. You know, and like, the, and this this kind of comes with that territory of any debate, any stand, like any hill that you're willing to die on. Like, mm -hmm. are you really willing to die on this hill or is just this something that's just trending right now and you want to jump on? Yeah. Right? And so now, like, like I said, like I still, I do think that there was wrongdoing on both sides in, mm -hmm. in the marriage. I'm sure that there was abuse on both in both sides of the marriage, but the defamation case, strictly from the defamation standpoint, this is a it's a good thing, yeah. Because I think this is eye opening to a lot of people yep. that they're saying like, oh shit, there's two sides to every mm -hmm. story, which is something that we've lost track of, right? right? 
Like I'm a very middle ground person. I always like to see both sides of things. And it's very rare that I take a very strong stance on things. Yeah, same. Mind you, there are some things that I will always take a very strong stance on, you know, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like most of those are very like like human issues. Yeah. Right. But I think that this is like I said, this is good in a sense that now people are kind of like it's opening their eyes. And then right now it's trendy to be on Johnny Depp's side. So there's so many people on Johnny Depp's side that, mm-hmm. that you're like, well, a couple of years ago you were like, yeah, funny how that changes. Fuck Jack Sparrow. And yeah. I well, like, oh, give him the job back. Yeah. And people were, people are so complex and like we, you know, for better, or for worse, we can be both. Yeah. You know, like, um, like, uh, the, Chris D'Elia thing, you know, it's like, yeah, like he, he did some scumbag things, but like he did. Yeah. It it was, it wasn't what everyone was making it out to be. Once they realized that like, it wasn't, uh, cause the big thing was obviously like, Oh, he was grooming underage girls and he's doing all this stuff. And it's like, like what they found was that he was just, he was being a scumbag while he was in a relationship. Right. Yeah. That was and- like, and what they found was that, so these girls, he'd talk to these girls, find out they weren't 18, mm-hmm. and then distance himself until they turned 18, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So it was always that fine line of like, is it still gross? Yeah, kind of, I mean. Probably, yeah. you know, but is it within the, the <laughs> you know, confines of the law? Yeah. Yeah, and you don't have to like it or agree with them, but. True. It's like. Right, like. It's it's kind of like the concept of like oh, you know you'd see the older bachelors with like a younger a much younger girl type thing and people be like oh how do you do that she's your daughter's age right but at the same time like at that point in time and I'm not defending anybody at that point in time that's a consensual relationship right, right? whether you agree with it or not whether it's morally correct or not right if it's a consensual relationship and that you have two adults no matter the age gap that's a consensual relationship mm-hmm. if if it truly is a consensual relationship yeah. right um whereas like it would be a different story if it was like oh here's this 17 year old 16 year old 15 year old 14 year old and then oh i'm just keeping them around until they turn 18 like that's grooming mm-hmm. to me um and i could be wrong like i if i'm wrong tell me explain to me why yeah um but just looking at it like from you know, like the, that standpoint of like, here it is what it is. Would I have done it? No, Mm. I like you, you've been around with like, I've, I've dated people and talked to people that were like considerably younger than me. And I'm like, yo, they're like, they're like, you know, they're in their twenties and I'm in my thirties type thing. And I'm Mm. like, is is this too much of an age gap? I think so. Like (laughs) the thought of being like 40 and going for an 18 year old blows my mind. But yeah, I mean, I guess it really just, and that's, and that's where like, where we have to decide like, do can are we allowed to basically end somebody's career and their livelihood because you think what they're doing is morally incorrect versus whether it's legal? Well, or, yeah, you know, like that's and that's the weird territory mm-hmm. that everything, everything goes into. 
And it's weird waters navigating it all. Mm. Like I'm sure somebody could just clip what I said and chop it all up and be like, yeah. I like kids, you yeah. know, but like, that's yeah. not, well, you know, the whole, I think just in general, I think the whole, uh, right now, I think just the world of comedy is so fascinating because of that, because there's so yeah. much, you know, there's, there's comics that, you know, purposely will try to shock and offend and, I don't know. It's just really interesting. The whole Dave Chappelle thing is super interesting. Dave Chappelle said something. This is kind of going into what we were talking about, how people can be both. Uh, Dave Chappelle, one of his old stand-ups, he was talking about how if you were if he were to meet uh, one of the founding fathers, you know, he's he would be like, his wife would be like, oh, there's, you know, uh, Jefferson or whoever, did, or George Washington, you know, the one of the founding fathers, you know, and how it'd be awesome to see because of what they've done and then for Dave Chappelle he'd be like you know you know the slave owners run you know like (laughs) like and it's like and and they're both right yeah you know and and so it's just yeah people are complex uh there's a lot of I I think one of the things that we've lost over the years which has always been like a really big thing for me is that I have so many friends and we have so many people that we talk to and interact with where we all have different viewpoints. We all have different stances on things. We all have different ideas and definitions of what we think is correct in life, mm-hmm. or whatever, right? But we've lost the ability to agree to disagree. Right. Like, I mean, you and I have been close friends, but I'm sure there, there's some things that we don't see eye to eye on. For the most part, we do. Yeah. But there's some things probably like, you know, that that we probably don't aren't like completely level on, but at the same time, it's like, Oh, you feel that way. I actually think of one right now and it's about the earth, <laughs> but you know, it's like, one Mike's, of those cra- things- Mike's crazy guys, but I keep them around. <laughs> um, it's one of those things where like you there, we're losing the ability. And I don't know if this is just because everybody has such a strong opinion on shit online and it's my opinion and, and I'll be all, but like we've lost the ability to agree to disagree. Like, mm-hmm. You can still be friends and not have the exact same belief system. You can still be, you know. Do you, do you think it's because people have, because of like smartphones and stuff, we feel like, oh, we are so qualified and we're so like, like, do you think people feel like, like they're, I don't know the word is like, they're so like, um, there's so much power in their hands. Yeah. Or they proof. just know like, like. Well, I read these two articles, so like I'm an authority on I this. Think, I think that's part of it, but I also think that there's there's another aspect to that, right? Like every argument you can give me, if I'm playing devil's advocate, which I like to do a lot just because I like, yeah, you know, like yeah. you can you can pull up on your phone like, oh, yeah, well, uh, you know, the FDA banned this because of this. And I'll be like, yeah, but actually, if you look at this medical science journal, it shows that, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Like there's always going to be opposing opinions. There's always going to be an argument as to one thing versus another. So like, and this also goes back to like, what hill are you willing to die on? You know, like, is this, is this something that you truly feel strong enough about mm-hmm. that you're willing to put everything you have behind it? Right. But the, it goes further than that. Are you willing to die on that hill? And then if you're ever, Proven wrong, without a doubt. Are you willing to accept that? Or are you just so stubborn that you're like, nope, fuck no, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and that's I like I feel like that's where we're at. like what was that Mike Tyson quote like people are so comfortable with talking shit on the internet that you know they don't realize that they can just get punched in the face <laughs> like things like that like I don't know I think that I think that we're definitely we've definitely lost something mm-hmm. in society where we don't have to agree on everything guys no we can be friends. There's, there but yeah, things, we, can be, we can be friends. There are things respect. universally that we should agree on, like fucking racism sucks, like right. equality, all this shit like that, right? Like that, those are things that shouldn't even be questioned. But then there are other things like religious views. There's no reason why, you know, somebody who grew up in a Christian church and somebody who grew up Muslim can't be friends, right? right? Like, yeah, there might be some religious differences there, but I guarantee you you guys are going to find more commonalities between you two mm-hmm. than you think right yeah like shit like that i and it's such a way to grow too when you're willing to you know some of my com- good com- some of my good friendships and just conversations are people who are like we're pretty different as far as where we are in life for things that we believe in or things that we talk about like you know, I never, growing from the upbringing I had, I never in my life thought that I'd be, I'd have friends that are like open Satanists. Yeah. Or like open, you know, open, <laughs> open atheists. atheists. Yeah. You know, like, and it, and, you know, I, it's, you know, so it's, I just, what, what my keys? Yeah. yeah. And, but it's just, you know, uh, I try to, I, I, you know, I judge, I judge my friendships on, you know, the conversations that I've had with them and the, you know, uh, what the friendship was or, or, you know, you know I don't know. Like even prime example, not prime example, example, the, my lady is plant-based. I'm a steak and potatoes type of guy. Yeah. Right. And it's been one of those things where this is something we talked about mm-hmm. in the beginning. And I'm like, look, like, I really like ribeyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really like burgers, you know? Like Mike, and Mike and I like going to barbecue spots. Barbecue food. <laughs> uh, and so like one of the conversations with, it was like a compromise type thing. Like she's like, if I'm cooking, I won't cook you meat. But if you order a steak or a burger, she's like, I'll probably silently judge you, but I won't really give you shit. <laughs> and it's like, okay, right. that's fair. Right. There's like, it, it's not like an end all be all thing. Now in that sense, if she was like, I need, you know, I need to date somebody that is hundred percent plant-based like me. I would like, I respect that. Yeah. You should yeah, be dating me. Yeah. Thing, right? And that's fine. And that's, that's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like we, we could still be friends. The problem so, is, is that she tries to change you yeah. to be that. Yeah. You know, which who knows <laughs> might come eventually. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, oh man. Hey, hey Mike, do you want to hit up Cornerstone? Um, yeah, do they have those? Do they have those uh, those ribs that are just corn? You just get fries when we go. <laughs> like no, I can't. I can't even go to Stone Church anymore because the fries are cooked in beef tallow. Are they? Yeah. Is that so delicious? Um, yeah. yeah Anyways, but, <laughs> that long little uh, side note there. Um, mm-hmm. Who I'm sure somebody's going to be mad at me for. Um, it still being Mental Health Awareness Month. I did want to bring another little quote thing here. So um, this is a a post that says things to stop assuming. So one of the things to stop assuming is that other people are happier than you are. You know, Um, another thing is that you're never going to make progress on your goals. 
you know, don't assume it. Like just keep hacking away at it. Mm -hmm. Keep putting grinding, keep putting in that work. Also stop assuming that everyone else has the same boundaries as you. Mm. You know, this is, this is going to be something that's very individual to you. Um, and you know, if you want people around you to really, you know, understand them and be and respect them, you know, you have to communicate what your boundaries are. You have to be vocal about, you know, what you're willing to have in your life and what you're not. And don't compromise that because, you know, you, you need that for your own well-being. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also stop assuming that other people know what you need. Mm. Once again, communication is huge. Like, um, you know, if you're feeling unfulfilled, whether it's work, school, relationship with your partner, whatever that is, like, make sure that you're vocal about the things that you need. Yeah, don't just assume don't, that somebody else knows that. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask. I had, I had a friend, and um, you know, it, I, she's like, I don't feel comfortable. They should just know. I was like, No, they don't. Yeah, they don't know. Like, you, you know. You're, you know, especially with like, and this is just one small example of family, but it's like, yeah, parents are there, you know, they're your parents and they're, they're, I'm sure they pick up on things. I'm sure they know you really well, but they don't know everything. Like they don't know what's going on. And yeah. if there, if there's an area where you need help, you need to tell them like, Hey, I need, I need you to help me here. Like I, this is, I need this. I need support in this, you know? Um, yeah, it's, and I think. I don't think I don't think that's being selfish when you're asking someone exactly what you yeah. what you need, you know. And and if, I feel like it's all fair if you if you put it out there. And if they don't want to do it, then it's like, okay, well, at least I put it out there. Now I know I'm not gonna yeah I'm not gonna yeah. <laughs> rely on over this. But <laughs> uh. um, then last but not least, stop assuming that you don't deserve the same love that you give others. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know any other way to say that really than just how it sounds. Um, A lot of times we, a lot of times we tend to love people in a way that we want to be loved, right? Right, or in a way that we weren't loved that we were looking for, and the words of in the words of have heart, just love a world that won't love you back. I feel like we just ended on. Just, we just, just fades dark. Can we just like, can we just like step away and just walk <laughs> off screen? <laughs> uh, once again, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, we love you guys. Make sure you guys check us out at Walking Blind Pod. Um, Follow, walk, like, subscribe, like, comment, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit us with that review. Make sure that you guys let us know if there's something that we said that you guys don't agree with, or you guys want to talk back with us. Just let us up. Yeah, let us hear it. Chime um, in. I, I love we've talked about this before. Love the feedback. And if you want to talk to one of us personally, um, do, Mike of NBR and then at Mike Alcibar. Uh, if you want to hit the group chat um, or the you know Instagram at Walking Blind Pod, Walking Blind Pod at Gmail dot com. Um, yeah, hit us up. Uh, we got cool shit coming. <laughs> cool shit on the way. Uh, we are actually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there because it'll like get us off our asses. Mm-hmm. We do have a couple of shirt designs that we're working on, and we are gonna set up like a pre-order. Um, 
for you guys that do listen and do check it out. Um, we might even hide once the, everything gets rolling a little bit more. We might even hide like a discount code in one of the episodes. Ooh, I like that. And then we'll know if you guys actually listen or not. <laughs> um, but make sure you guys check that out. We love you guys. We will see you next week. Yeah. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.